Hey everybody, uh, C-Squad live racing show tonight. Um, we're um, going to discuss some cool racing stuff that's going around. And uh, to give folks a time for this show to spool up, we have a special guest, uh, Cody Lee, and another special guest that's going to join us. And uh, the show is sponsored by uh, Weir's Machine and RH Redheaded Rebel uh, Brew Coffee. And I'm going to do a quick uh, rundown of my racing recap, which I'm sure is going to bore you. Bore you. Um, but um, if you will, uh, oh, the camera's going crooked. But anyway, it's good to see you joining me. We've got a live crowd building. I'm going to go into the, the next room here. I'm going to talk about national points real quick. And if you can uh, see the uh, wall there, there's been a lot of shifts. Skeeter and Lauren Johnson did some major slide jobs and are where Skeeter nuzzled his way up into fourth and uh, Lauren Johnson up into seventh, I believe. And none of our plans are turning out to get us faster. But anyway, let's get back to the more fun part of the show uh, as we let some people uh, spool up here. Uh, can everybody hear me all right? Let me uh, set this back down so it stops vibrating. There we go. Everybody hear me all right? Cool, cool. It's good to see lots of people joining. Uh, there I am again. Sorry that you, uh, you're getting the back. There we go. Okay. Everybody here all right? Oh, now, uh, before we get our guest on, who Cody... Cody Lee, who's been winning up a storm in Minnesota, and he made a trip to North Dakota and uh, brought home the bacon from the Cheyenne River Speedway. He'll be on in a second. But my quick recap, went to KRA, third in the heat, started pole. It was a heartbreaker with um, four to go. I took it in a little hot and nibbled the leader's left front and self-spun. So no rock race win for me. Went to Fergus, 3rd to 3rd, and 10th to 7th, but I won the bottom, so Terry Volts, can I get into the rock race for winning the bottom in Fergus? Because there were six people on the high side in front of me, so technically I won the bottom. Um, Jamestown won the heat, 8th to 2nd to Jason Grimes, AHL, won the heat, uh, started 8th and watched Austin Hunter drive to the front as I wiggled back a position. Some noteworthy quotes. Uh, Stormy said, I couldn't beat him on the top. Watch this shit. Joe Duvall. Um, tips for learning. Ask questions. A wise person will ask questions. It may appear foolish for a moment, but a fool won't ask questions and be a fool a long time. Um, asking questions leads up, speeds up the learning curve. Noteworthy stories, there's two. One is about Buzzy Adams and one is Zach Doctor. Buzzy Adams, yes, Buzzy Adams just picked up his 500th win at Eagle Valley Speedway Sunday night. Yes, 500, wow. Travis Sauer, by the way, is like nine away from 500. So if you see Buzzy Sauer, give him a little encouragement so you can catch Buzzy on the wins. Um, and if you wanna know how to properly celebrate a win in victory lane it's in the uh 
in the notes, but Zach Doctor won at Williston Speedway's first modified feature win, and he shows you how to properly celebrate in victory lane. Check it out, especially if you're one of these people that's really boring when you win, like you saddle out of the car and rustle up to the trophy like it's no big deal. Well, Zach's going to show you how to properly celebrate it like you're on WWF. Um, Rebel Rants, got three of them. If you're working at a food counter at a racetrack and someone comes up for food, it's a good idea to acknowledge them, ask them if they need some help. You'll probably sell more food. Uh, number two, second place Doe Coogan. If you get second in Jamestown Speedway, you get to get on the podium and you get some dough. It's like Coogan. Uh, it's really good, but it's kind of cool because it's really hard to win at a lot of tracks like Jamestown and Fergus. So when they quickly acknowledge second, I think that's kind of a cool deal. Um, and third, if you're a track, you should be doing online ticket sales for the pits and the stands, period. It's 2018. Uh, it's convenient, it's faster, it's easier. And by the way, people usually spend more money if they use credit card. My race pass makes that easy. Now, without any further ado, oh, thanks for all the support on the C-Squad racing shirts. We've been selling them all over. Particularly, there's hot spots in like Langdon, Devil's Lake, and River City. Like a hundred of them went up in that area. I'm not sure why. Um, however, if you have a shirt and you take a picture of yourself wearing it somewhere and you post it up next week during the live show, one of you will win a bag of RHR Brew Coffee. And now to our special guest, uh, Cody Lee is joining us. Cody, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Awesome. Um, I'm not seeing you on the camera here. Let me, uh, we have technical difficulty, but we're gonna fix this. There you go. All right, Cody, are you there, Cody? Yeah, I'm here. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. I, uh, I know we wanted to have you last week, but you had, to, you, had a, uh, you had to work, another meeting. So I'm very happy to have you on the show. You've been burning it up in Minnesota and North Dakota on the feature wins. You got like eight or nine this year? Yeah, we've been lucky. We got nine so far. Nine. So that's nine more than most. The reality of it is because a lot of people won't get a win. So that's awesome. Um, for the people who don't know you, you want to tell us a little bit about you? Uh, my name's Cody Lee. I'm 28 years old. I live in a small town called Starbuck. It's about a half an hour south of Alexandria. No relation uh, to Starbuck just, coffee? No, there's no relative here that name. <laughs> uh, I'm a CNC machinist at a small company. Uh, I have two daughters, a wonderful girlfriend who never misses a race. Uh, just a small town kid, I guess, racing. Awesome. Um, how'd you get into racing? Uh, when I was eight years old, um, uh, many race fans will know the name of Ron Host. Uh, they used to race a super stock all over the place, and my dad fitted for Ronnie. And one day, Ronnie told my dad to bring me over to the go-kart track, and I uh, went and watched one night with my dad, and been hooked ever since I was eight years old. Oh, awesome. Um, hey, do you have any, my camera's acting weird on me. Do you have any pre-race rituals, anything you do to kind of get ready to race? Oh, man, Scott. Um, I sweep off the trailer. <laughs> so, I, always, I don't know, I always check the stagger. 
just try to anything to keep me out of the out of the seat. I try to wait till there's zero laps left to get in my car. I get really really nervous. So. Oh wow! I'm kind of one of those guys that gets in the car like 30 minutes early. But um, anyway, um, how about do you have any uh, kryptonites in racing? Like I discovered, one of my kryptonites is uh, race of champion races. I can't seem to even barely get a top ten in any of them. Um, not not really that I know of. Um, nothing that I can really think of. I guess. Right. What what's your uh, favorite track you've been to this year? This year? Yes. Um, I'm gonna have to say I I really really like Lisbon. That was a really really nice. A lot of nice people. I mean the track was beautiful, but the uh, the people there were really really nice. Uh, we were also fortunate enough to go out and try Aberdeen, and that was phenomenal as well. Um, I mean, I really don't have one certain racetrack that I love more than the others, like a lot of people. I just enjoy going somewhere where you feel welcome to be at. Cool. What's the, uh, you rolled earlier this year, and it was kind of a bad roll. It was on video. Um, people can look it up. I know I remember you kind of put your hand in the air, and I remember the seat rocking, and it looked kind of like a really, and they also had outside footage or you didn't even realize you were going to roll because you kind of got hit on the left rear. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, it was, it was definitely the, it was definitely a ride of a lifetime. I'll be honest with you, I don't really remember much, even to this day. Um, yeah, grabbing the roll cage, I obviously did not want to do that. Just to clarify all the comments that were being said when that video was out there. It was just kind of a natural reaction. I mean, obviously, I never meant to do it. You know, I, I meant to just keep my hands at my chest. Um, and as far as the seat moving, because there were lots of comments with that, too, we have five grade eight bolts in our seats. And the right, the one behind your back on the right shoulder, we run grade eight bolts, and it popped the head right off the bolt with such an impact. I mean, it was fastened in there very correctly. Just that's how hard of an impact it was. Wow. Yeah, I was I was thinking maybe on my seat I should move those top bolts further apart because um, they're pretty close together to allow for the teetering. But uh, one of yours actually broke, huh? Yeah, the the actual threads are still in the in the, the seat mount itself, but the head of the bolt popped completely off. And like you just said. Uh, in my other car now that I'm driving, we mounted the seat differently, so that was much better. <laughs> the, uh, so any uh, thoughts on safety, on what you'd recommend uh, for kind of minimum standards, containment seat? You know, I was, uh, before this rollover, I really wasn't a big stickler on safety. You know, I didn't care if I had a full containment seat. Never once thought of a Hans device. Um, you know, I was just kind of a get in and go, you know, and after that rollover, um, I had a Hans on and it still wrecked my helmet and it spider cracked it where the Hans hooked up and uh, it stretched the Hans strap out itself. Um, so I would definitely, I will not get in the car anymore without head and neck restraint of some sort and a full containment seat to say the least. All right. Yeah, I think that's uh, something that should probably even be put into the... Uh into the rules a little bit to help upgrade the safety because uh, 
one of the kids that helps me bought a bomber and I was kind of surprised on how even with some of the uh, welding on the cages and stuff seemed a little uh, subpar. But anyway, um, what's the biggest obstacle you've overcome this year then on or off the track? I would have to say that that rollover. Um, I'm not going to say that, you know, I'm, I'm a wimp by no means, but it definitely spooked me. And uh, to come back out of the gate a week later, you know, I took one weekend off and used that weekend to get the other car finished up and prepped. And um, it was it was definitely a different feeling hopping behind the seat. And it was even better. Uh, we went and raced it and got it kind of settled in on Friday night. And it was even better because Sunday we went to Granite City and won with it. So it definitely was a good way to kind of get back behind the wheel. But it was definitely, we've had a lot of ups and downs this year. And I guess all you can really say is you just got to keep going. Yep. Um, hey, uh, any tips for a new driver, a new racer who might be struggling? What would you uh, tell him, him or her? Uh, seat time. You just got to keep going. I mean, um, as far as driving-wise, I, I don't really know. I guess I, I'm, I'm definitely not no uh, professional myself, so I'm still learning every time I go out there. But it's definitely seat time. The more you can race, the better you can get. Don't, don't overdrive it in if you can't, you can't, you know, handle the car or what's about to happen. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff there. Definitely need seat time. Hey, uh, off topic, have you read my book? Principles of Fortune. It's got a little section on racing and some tips for yeah. the new driver. I'm gonna look bad here, but no, I <laughs> That's all right. Uh, a lot of us uh, learn by doing. Some of us uh, uh, learn by uh, um, reading a little bit. Uh, can speed up the learning curve. But we have a special guest here with you. Uh, your sister Haley is gonna join us. Haley, are you there? Awesome. Thank you. So you ha we have a brother and sister who race, both race the same class. So tell us a little about, about, bit about you, Haley. You, you, you work in the daycare business, taking care of kids, and then... Yeah, well, I'm 21 years old. I live in Starbucks also. And yeah, I am a toddler teacher at a daycare center in Glenwood, Minnesota. Awesome. So, so... How did you get into the racing the same way as Cody? Yeah, well, I got in it because of him, but I was five when I started racing go-karts. So. Oh, wow. Are you, uh, do you have other siblings too? Yes, we have one in the middle of us. Morgan. Oh, okay. The, she, he raced go-karts, and then she didn't get into it like we did, but oh. she still is always there supporting us, so. Oh, awesome! So she's the sane one, and you got you two are the risk takers. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, what's it like racing brother and sister, same class? How do you support each other? How I mean, are you like super competitive? We, we can be. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely uh, racing her. I always try things that I always want to try to beat her a little bit more than others. But I'd always run her clean. I would never. So no rubbing for the checker between either of you? I don't know, I might. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about if it was like 10 grand on the line, one's high, one's low? I think I would. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, the, sometimes that uh, changes a little bit. Um, 
who uh who gets the better tires like or do you work out of the same shop yes we do um i don't i think we have even tires yeah yeah we get we run the same stuff yeah same stuff and then uh do, is does one like do more of the setup work and the other more logistics or you both do all the same things how's that work um i would say that the way that we could break it down is our dad builds everything. I mean, our dad is our backbone of our team. Um, he builds the cars. And when it comes to setup, I mean, I think I can say that I pretty much handle most of the setup. Um, and then Haley, when it comes to tire work, she does she does all the tire work. Um, she kind of gets everything organized, stuff that we do not want to do. Right. Um, yeah, I kind of tend to be the tire grinding guy too, so... Um, <laughs> it's kind of enjoyable, although uh, there's uh, definitely a trick to make it easier. So, um, uh, Haley, you also have a boyfriend that races, Kyle. Yeah. And does he he races street? I know because I I more know him from street sock. He's like way up there in the points for street sock too, right? Yes, second. He's in second. Do you tell him that, or does he look, or do you? Like is more into it than I am. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a, yeah yeah that's awesome. Um, the uh, does he race? He ma races a Midwest mod too. Yes, this is his first year in the Midwest mod. Are you faster than he is in the Midwest mod? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I've seen an awesome race with you from Ogilvy on video that I was like, boy, I wish I could drive like that. It was uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the um, so. What uh, both of you? What what's your uh, your uh, luckiest racing adventure you've had? Whether it's a win or whether it's a flat tire on the trailer and still made it to the race and overhauled the engine and made the show or what? I mean, what what's kind of a lucky racing adventure you'd want to share with people? Um, I'll go first on this one. I had one just happen the other week. Um, we got rained out on Friday night and weren't really sure where to go on Saturday because everything was raining out. So at the last minute we decided to, uh, it was actually Haley's idea and we decided to load up and go to Aberdeen and uh, it was a special. I think there was 39 or 40 B mods. Actually it was the night after you were there and got second. And uh, I got, I didn't draw the greatest, but I got lucky enough to Mike Nichols broke in the heat race, so I was able to pick up the heat win. Uh, drew eight for the feature, and somehow got lucky enough to pick up the win. So when you talk about luck, I would say that was one that kind of fell, everything just fell into place. And first time to a brand new racetrack, and especially, it was, it was a good race. Yeah, you got two tracks like that. You got two 100% win tracks. You did the same thing at Cheyenne River, right? And Brown County? Yep, yep. So you definitely need to go on that Wild West uh, Midwest Mod Tour then next year in Wyoming and Montana and South Dakota. So because that'd be all new well, tracks for you. I, I'd like I'd like to go, but from the sounds of it, I'd be a second place car. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't know about that. The uh, sometimes it's uh, you can beat Wheeler, but he's not easy to beat. But there's other fast cars out there too. So I'll be retired. So. Um, how about you, Haley? Uh, luckiest racing adventure? Mm, well, I mean, that 
race was kind of lucky. I don't know, I don't know if anyone watched the beginning of it, but I wasn't doing the best, and then I moved up to the high side, and that was all passing points for the Chubbs race. Yeah. I was being able to start six in the future, but when I came in from the heat race, I had a crack in my header, and luckily there was a mod driver there that barred me a header. Oh, awesome. So that was lucky, lucky on my side, and I ended up, well, I was running fifth in the race, and I ended up spinning out, but it was a good night. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt to make that kind of a show with a lot of fast cars. So, um, yeah, I seen that. That was kind of cool. Cody had posted up on his timeline that he had to walk up to the front to see you. So, yeah, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> the, um, all right, I'm going to do a quick this or that with you guys, um, which is um, do you race for points or race for wins? Wins. Just seat time. <laughs> Until I can get that win. <laughs> well, you know, it all starts with a good B main win. So once you get a B main win, then the feature wins like right there. Um, that's how it started for me anyway. Um, slick or hammer down? Slick. Slick. Very, very slick. I wouldn't say very slick, but I'm not as good as a slick as he is, but I don't like a hammer down racetrack either. Yep. Yeah, I kind of like, well, you know, the funnest is when it's like hammer down on one side and then bone dry on the other side. Then you don't have one side or the others. You got the right car, but not the other. Anyway. Right. Um, passing points or point average? Which you like better? Passing points. Passing points by far. Um, if you, dirt modified or late model? Modified. Dirt modified. <laughs> uh, bull ring or half mile kind of track? Bull ring. Yeah, bull ring. Uh, gas or alcohol? <laughs> we don't really have to deal with that, so definitely gas. <laughs> Ditch or the high side? Either or, whatever it takes. Yeah, I'm better on the low side, but I'm getting there on the high side. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a ditch digger. I just embrace it. Screw it. Um, it's easier on the car if I just stay in the ditch. Um, what's, what's your most wanted win? Any. Any. Fair enough. And Cody? Well, the one that I wanted most we already had this year, that was the Ogilvy Mod National one. That's the one that I really, really wanted. And I thought it was But nobody was catching Kane anyway, so... Um, Oh, what's coming up here? Got the Wasoto 100. Got the Wasoto 100 would be a, a lucky all in all to get, even get in the show is going to be tough, but that would be a miracle. So I'd have to say that one probably coming up here. Awesome. Um, what's the worst call you ever got? <laughs> last Friday. <laughs> last Friday. What happened last Friday? I was I was on the outside on a restart and got a little contact and the front filler panel came flying off and there was a debris caution and usually all they do is just go out and pick it up and move on and the first time this year and if anybody knows different please send me a message but uh, the first time ever they've sent someone to the back for a piece of debris in Fergus so uh, 
It's over now. Yeah. No big deal. Move on. Yeah, that was uh, probably hard. you were pretty close to the front there. You'd started kind of mid pack and were what in second or third then? I, w I started eighth and I just passed Brandon Mearsworth for the lead when the caution came out, so I didn't have it for a full lap, so they put me back in second. Oh, okay. And then you'd had from a skirmish, uh, some tin eventually fell off. Yeah, yep, yep. Me and the, the I chose the outside on the restart, and the guy on the inside kind of came up and made a little contact with me, and the front pillar panel went flying off. Yeah, that's a heartbreaker. The uh, one of those deals. I think if you try to stay positive, you win some, you lose some. But yeah, there's a few times. Um, I had one where I was leading a race and was uh, the guy behind me got into my left rear and spun me and they sent me to the back and after the race the flagman said I went in squiggly that they didn't have time to slow down behind me. Um, <laughs> but I've gotten, I think the orbs are true, I've gotten a lot of pull starts too. So uh, anyway, how about you Haley? Definitely her first win too. Yeah, that was kind of a killer, but. Oh yeah. yeah. So you were leading and you got spun. Uh, yeah, I was leading and I got smoked by the second place guy on the restart, and yeah, nothing ever happened. So. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a, another heartbreaker there. Um, quick uh, sponsor announcement. Announcement: Weir's Machine. Dot com. They make some trick stuff for race cars, everything for, for birdcage mounts and, um, and sliders uh, and all sorts of cool stuff for your race car. Great people, Chad Weirs and the whole crew there. Um, do you use uh, Weirs on your race cars? Yes. Yeah, every suspension component that we use is all Weirs. He's also a sponsor of them. Oh, awesome. Very good. Yes, Very no good. doubt. Um, hey, um, anything that you've seen a track or a promoter do this year that you thought was really cool and more tracks should do it? Uh, we went to some brand new tracks this year, like we said, and they make you feel really welcome. They, they thank you for coming. Uh, to me, that, that goes a long ways. When you drive that far and you pull into a track and you got to deal with brand new faces and they actually, you know, they welcome you and thank you for being there, that goes a long ways. Yeah, no doubt. And, and what Austin Hunter said last week and the water scales. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And how about how about you, Haley? Anything you thought that was kinda of cool this year? You seen a track or promoter do? He just took it. I was gonna say what Austin said, the water bottles. I always have thought that was neat. I mean, we were dying in our car sometimes after those races and those water bottles go a long ways. Yeah, I ha I can't remember what race it was in, but we had something happen. And it was a long race. It might have been in Humboldt, and they we were on the track for a long time, and they brought us water. And uh, well, we were sitting in the cars, and I needed a little more left side, so I took two bottles. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, it's always cool when you see uh, tracks and promoters doing uh, some things that are cool. Um, I like uh, one of the things that I've seen that was cool that I thought was um, that. Um, 
was uh, the uh, some of the pit tours I've seen tracks do where they'll run a Facebook Live um, cam right through the pit showing people who's there, interview some drivers. I always think that's good because people, fans need to connect to drivers if they're going to come to the tracks that people to root for um, because um, you can be, you can have a number one fan if you never even win a race, so, so to speak. Um, Yeah. Hey, speaking of Facebook Live, what's your thoughts on should people do Facebook Live at the track or not? Yay or nay? Good or bad for racing? I I think it's great for racing. I don't think there's a problem with it at all. No. Do you think it takes away from people in the stands? No. No. Because, I mean, if they could go, I think if you're a two racing fan, you'd go. So, if you can't make it, people still want to see the race. Um, anything, any of the Wasota rules you'd like to see change? They got a rule freeze that's being unfreezed now, or where they're going to uh, talk about some things. Anything you'd say, hey, Wasota, hey, hey, you need to consider this or think about this? Uh, in the BMOD class, just because we run it, uh, the, the four nine inch, the option of going to a quick change, making it an optional thing, I think. Uh, I think that would be a great change for the class. That that's only a B mod deal, obviously, but that's just because I run that class. So um, to me, that would be phenomenal. Uh, guys like you and I that like to run around a lot and we change a lot of gears, it would sure be nice to make it a little bit easier for us. And if you make it optional, what does it hurt? Yeah. Anything else? Cost, but what do you do there? Yeah, yeah, lower the bigger pay, bigger pay, less cost. I, I think personally, a couple of things I think is a option. Uh, you know, the option to run a beadlock on the right front. That's more of a safety issue in my book. Um, same with carbon fiber drive shafts. I think again, that's a if you have a drive shaft go down. I, I realize the carbon fiber shaft drive shafts are a little more money, but what's the price of your leg? What's the, you know, in my experience, when I've had a drive shaft down, go down, you have to replace the whole undercarriage of the race car, which is uh, uh, carbon fiber is cheaper. And then uh, if there's a way to get the shock price down somehow or standardize them or phasing out the fancy ones for cheap ones, but that's just perhaps pipe dreams too. So, um, do you talk to yourself when you're racing? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I talk to myself. I just. Do you talk? Well. Do you talk to other drivers? You yeah, see, you you seem yeah, like you'd be a talk to other drivers kind of person, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> do. <laughs> Who doesn't? You're gonna tell me you don't, Scott? I talk to myself more than other people. Like, you gotta go slow to go fast. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, I've spoken to the flag people too, but usually that's, that's, uh, uh, hand signals. Um, although I've always, I've had a few people pass me and flip me off and I've always wanted to return the favor, but they those people are usually too fast for me to ever catch. 
I bet Randy Klein did that to me one time where he passed me for a feature win and gave me the uh, one finger salute. We're 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 buddies, and so I think it was a buddy kind of thing. But I'd like to pay him back, but I just haven't yet. Um. And uh, any uh, how can the folks listening help your racing team? Yep. We have t-shirts for sale. How can, so if you want to get a, a Cody and Haley Lee racing t-shirts, they message you on your uh, Facebook page, see you at a track. Yep, or you can also go to winningedge.com. Winning, winning Edge Graphics. Yep. Winning Edge Graphics. Okay. They can order them online. They'll mail them out. Yep. Awesome. Um, and um, the... Um, who are the people and partners that help you that make racing possible? We have a lot. Um, we have Bob Bruce Marine, I mean, JMR, uh, Metalaska Abstract, uh, Rents Agency, Midwest Health Benefits. Uh, how about, yeah. how about, who? who? Uh, there's a ton of them. Garber Trucking for me is a huge one. Um, uh, Mike's handyman, my uncle out of the cities, he is a phenomenal help as well. I mean, our dad, he is the backbone to our team, like I said. Um, there are there are so many people that we need to thank that I guess yeah. I couldn't even name them all, and I'll probably get in trouble yeah. for this when we get off of here. <laughs> How about, who, who helps you when you're down, when you get discouraged, when stuff goes sideways? Who'd you like to thank for that? Well, my dad. Yeah. Definitely our dad. I'd say Taylor and Kyle. Yeah, my, sure. my uh, girlfriend, every every time, like last night, I had a rough night and I told her, I said, I'm taking this weekend off. She's always rolling her eyes at me and says, give it one day, we'll be back at the shop. Yeah. So, yeah like she said, dad, he's he's always telling us, keep going, keep going. Yeah, it's kind of uh, nice when you have people around you to give you uh, encouragement and stuff. I was so... When I uh, didn't win the rock race in in Wilmer, I was really, really disappointed. And when I showed up in Fergus, uh, Dan Wheeler said, well, I'll give you mine. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. But of course it doesn't, I appreciated the gesture. So, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes it's those little things that make you chuckle that uh, help keep, keep you going. Um, is there anything you'd like to share with people that maybe I missed? Uh, that I should have asked you that I didn't know enough to? No, just keep keep coming to Dirt Races, support it. Uh, dirt racing in itself needs all the support it can get. It's a big sport, but we cannot lose fans. We need everybody there, and thanks everyone for cheering us on as well. Where are you uh, racing this weekend? If it, If it's not a secret, like some people who aren't officially running for national points, we honestly never decide. Yeah, I would have to say that uh, I think Friday you'll probably see us at Fergus Falls. Um, weather doesn't look very good for Friday. Um, Saturday, we've been maybe talking about making our or my first trek up to Greenbush. Oh, yeah. Go up and try the bush. That's a cowboy track, I hear, or cowgirl, however you want to say it. Yeah. Elbows up track. Yeah, so other than that, I think that would be it this weekend. The busy one's the next weekend for Labor Day. 
Oh, awesome. Yeah, we got potentially if you're insane like some people are, you could race like five days in a row. Um, awesome. Yeah, well, hey, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. Um, if there's anything people want to see added to the show that I didn't add, put it in the comments. Lauren Johnson would like you to come to Miller, which, by the way, we got to get old LJ on the show. He'd be awesome. A lot of people don't, well, a lot of people know Lauren Johnson. He's a dirt doctor of South Dakota. And um, he was one of those two that did a major slide job on national points this week. Uh, nice clean slider up into seventh. And um, the, uh, and I don't even think he's probably barely got maybe 30 races. But anyway, um, if there's anything people want added to the show, uh, Cody and Haley Lee, thank you for coming on. Uh, I'm just, I'm new at this. This is like the fourth time we've done this. So if anybody's got feedback, I'm doing it kind of because I think it's fun. Uh, I'm doing it because I think I'm trying to do it in a manner which people can learn. You know, newer drivers can learn some tips maybe have some different perspectives. Next week, we're going to have Dan Wheeler on the show along with maybe another special guest. Try to maybe do a trio thing with three different uh, videos streaming in. And uh, a, a link of the podcast, if you're a listener and want to share this with your friends, uh, a link to the podcast will uh, podcast version will also be loaded up, which you can hear on Google Play and all of the places you can listen to podcasts. So uh, again, thanks, uh, Cody and Haley for joining us, and I'll see you at a dirt track sometime soon. Thank you for having us. All right, everybody. Uh, I'm going to figure out how to shut this baby down. There we go.